Episode 116, Peanut Butter Pancakes, coming at you. So natural. Uh, whisper in your lover's ear, if you wouldn't mind. Text the Sound Talk as well. That's 303-548-6877. Sound Talk. How are you? I'm well, skater boy. All right. That's Josh. I'm Mark. This is the Natural Living Podcast. It's the only one. All aspects of natural living. Every aspect. From two gurus. Two natural living gurus. 80 plus years between us. Which is a lot of years. A lot of experience. A lot of things to unpack. Uh, I think we'll start. With one of our favorite segments, the who's why, or we are watching segment. Sorry. Uh, you were doing so good with that. So professional the uh, whole way through and you were about to nail it right when it stopped uh, and then you stuck the landing, but then I bounced a little bit, a little bit, still didn't stumble. Nope. Just a little hop. You would have kept going if I hadn't paused to certainly would have. This acknowledge is the, the error. This is the, we are watching segment of the show where we, uh, listener look favorite, at the, look at the, the world of, well, food news usually through the lens of Trump's weird. Don't do that. Don't distract sound hawk. Yeah. There's a sound. The it's a buzzing. It's a fridge. It's new. It's a new development in this show. Not fake news. Something happened to your fridge a few weeks back, and it's never recovered. I need to get it, I need to get it serviced. There's a, a squealing that you might detect from time to time. Hey, this you. is a food news podcast. Why shouldn't there be a fridge making a little bit of noise in the background? I mean, it's food news, but it's bigger than that, because it's also natural living. Right. So natural. But you kind of need a fridge, unfortunately, to, to live naturally in the modern world. Totes. It's hard. We are watching. How are you going to keep your probiotics from spoiling if you don't have a, a noisy fridge? Post-Trump America, we're here to honor, not ease, honor the anxiety mm. percolating through mo- Acknowledge. modernity. Moderna, oh, nice word, okay. Not fake news here. Chobani just sued InfoWars and Alex Jones. Boom. This is from Fast Company. They go fast. The yogurt brand is suing the conspiracy theorist and his website over false information. Chobani alleges InfoWars fabricated stories about its CEO, Hamdi Ulukaya, Ulu Hamdi Ulukaya, and suggested the company was linked to a sexual assault case involving three refugee children. On April 11th, InfoWars released a video accusing Chobani, which employs 400 refugees of... 400 refugees! ...of, quote, importing migrant rapists. Sounds true. I mean... Sounds Trumpy. Just right there. Yeah. I'm in. It also claimed the yogurt maker covered up the sexual assault case in a left-wing agenda effort. That's what they do. It's the, it's the sex assault, kids, and food. That seems to be a sweet spot. Pizzagate? Pizzagate. You what don't even it? know. You look at the blank stare in your eyes. I don't Hold, remember what Pizzagate what is. What rock are you living under? I'm sure once you tell me, it'll come flooding Pizzagate? back. Pizzagate? Oh, my God. It's like, the, it's like it, it was when the whole internet... Fake news trolled them, kicked it up a notch, and everybody got freaked out because mm-hmm. the guy actually went to the place with a gun. 
an independent maverick investigator, said, Whoa. show me the basement. I want to see where you're keeping the kids. Oh, right, 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 And right. this was apparently sanctioned by the Clintons and John Podesta. It came out of the hacked emails from Podesta. All okay. these conspiracy theories with ridiculous symbols associated. It was just fucking nuts. Hey, that's why it takes two people to cover the, the amount of news that's, in this world, okay? Hey, you know what it was? Not natural. Not natural at all. This website also took aim at Ulukaya for being a Turkish citizen. This is when it gets a little bit ugly and you can feel the sting of what's really at stake here. Why has this foreign citizen been showered with $800,000 in small business loans and allowed to use that to lobby his way into Michelle Obama's $15 billion school lunch program and sit on the New York Federal Reserve Board, even though he's still a Turkish citizen? Yeah, you know why? Douchebag? Because he's super successful. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur <laughs> who's helping people. He crushed it. Yeah, uh, that's how you earn the rights. Welcome to America, Jack. Uh, this isn't the first time Chabani and its CEO have come under attack for their refugee hiring practices. As His actions have invited death threats from far-right critics. What does he say in reply? You have to lead by example. That's right. Chabani can inspire a new way of business, a new way of work, a new way of innovation. Chabani is a place where everyone is welcome. Yeah, so bite that. So you know what? Good for you. Suing back. And you know what's especially sweet about this? You know what he's suing for? Ten grand. Yeah, that's nothing. He doesn't even give a shit about the money. No, it's about the principle. Nice. The principle. I used to, you know, Chibani always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Big, really? Big, com- got big. Are they really good or bad uh, in terms of like the nutrition and the health of it and all uh-huh. that? I mean, it's, come on, Greek yogurt. I want it, I want it artisanal. Yeah. I remember when I was in. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, what's the capital of Greece again? <laughs> God, I'm peeking out. Athens. Athens. Yeah. I remember you could just go. You could get fresh Greek yogurt. They give it to you with a little bit of honey. Mm. Oh, if you wanted nuts, nuts, but just the honey and the Greek yogurt. Oh. So you're, put, you're in right Athens. Right from the source. Out of that Grecian teat. Oh, my God. So you're in Athens. You got Greek yogurt on your nuts. Yep. It's a great bedroom snack. Chobani comes along and just ruins it for you? Mainstream. Takes out the purity? You know, adds all these fruit flavors and everything. It's fine. Look, I have no respect for this guy. I have tons of respect for this guy now. Yeah, big ups to this dude. Fuck yeah. And you know what else I'm pissed about? Who are my boys? My boys and my girls. Food Core. You know me in Food Core. We're like this. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen you in the same room together, but... No, I, I, I love those people. I've, I've tried to help in any way I could for a long for years now. I believe the podcast helped them. You do? It used to be on our website as a client. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> well, it's not anymore. But no. I still am a fan. And, a, and they fucking, they rolled back the... Oh, Sonny Purdue. Trumpy Trump. Sonny Purdue. Fuck this healthy food stuff. People are just throwing it away. Bullshit. Give it a chance. Food Corps came out and they wrote a letter strongly disagreeing strongly with that statement. Yes. Did they have you proofread that letter? They did not. Because you are a master of strongly worded emails. I am a master proofreader. But you know what else? You're concise. You don't mince words, Mark. No, don't. That's why words. you, my friend, are a fucking maverick. Hey, that's better than a kingmaker. A wild man. I'm a maverick and you're a maven. The maverick and the maven. The maverick and the maven. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. That sounds like it could be like a 70s cop show. Yeah, exactly. Like we'd be show. Maverick. It wouldn't be the, it would just be Maverick and Maven. Have to be, it'd all be, be all, <clears throat> it would all be about the car. It would be all about the car. We'd yeah. have to have a cool car. Although I think if you were to match our personas, you would probably be the Maven. Because doesn't, well, Mavenry involves a, level, a high, very high level of sophistication. I couldn't keep up with those tattoos. Well, that's what I'm saying. You'd you have, have a little, you're the, little, you're the sophisticate. A little chest tattoo peeking out. 
on, on some episode, they'd be like, oh. That'd be way out of place in the 70s. No Total one, maverick. No one but a Hell's Angel had a chest <laughs> tattoo back then. That's right. Speaking, All right. Speaking of mavericks. Yeah. What the fuck, one fold? Well, hey, I'm reserving judgment, but you go for it. Are you? Okay, yeah. So we've got, so this is local news. Uh, Denver listeners, prick up your ears just a little. Prick them up. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Have you eaten at One Fold? Do you know of this restaurant? No. It is, is it a restaurant or a coffee shop? It's a restaurant. It's by, do you remember, I think, is Hot Cakes still open down by the uh, hospital? Remember that uh, breakfast place? Yeah, Hot I never, Cakes? I never went there. It's, it's right near Hot Cakes. Oh, not the same thing, though. I thought no. you were going to tell me it was, it's, it's brought to us by the people that brought us hotcakes. No, it's, near, it's nearby to hotcakes. Hotcakes was nothing special, as I recall. I don't know if hotcakes is still around. Onefold is in a different building, though, I think. Why don't you look up the rest of the uh, address? Who, right. Let's paint a really full picture here, Mark. Oh, oh if you want. Um, so they got in a little bit of hot water. Self and, self-imposed hot they, water. They turned the heat up on that water themselves. Um, the Denver Eaters cover in this, but 1420 essentially... 1420 East 18th Avenue, Denver, Colorado, 80218. Give them a call, 303-954-0877. <laughs> or give them a wide berth. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Because this fella... Oh, yeah, who's the fella? Well, you cropped this photo. I did. Were you in here messing around in the dock? There was there were several photos that like didn't work. There's on the a lack page. On okay, so this I'll guy. I'll look up the guy's name. This guy, I think, and his wife went in there. Mark Neary. Neary. That's the guy who owns. Yeah. Uh, Onefold. Oh, that's who I cared about. Okay. Okay, but this other guy. Another guy who I guess can remain nameless or whatever. I think he's just a fucking hipster. Is I well, that's, that was Neary's approximation, but he's guy, in there. Guy and his wife go into the sh- into the. Restaurant? Just it's a restaurant. Coffee. But yeah. you can also use it like a coffee bar. I guess you can get coffee there to go. Can you get donuts? Because I know where you go for coffee and donuts. I do too. Nice coffee. Los Angeles. Tyler J. Wells. <laughs> a little further T. away. T.W. Rads. Can't wait to go. All right. Um, What's the J for? Dude, uh, Jeremy, I think. Keep Why going. are you sucking the momentum Keep out of this? Going. <laughs> fucking sucking wind out of the sails. This is our big, this is our crown yeah. jewel of the episode. And you're fucking it up. You haven't gotten got, got, all right, they're, Jesus. In the, they're in there. I haven't done this in a while. Getting coffee. He's, yep. he's got a, an infant strapped to his chest. Remember uh, those no, days? I thought it was in a, in a little uh, car seat. I think it was strapped to his chest. No, I think it was in a little car seat. With already a bunch of hearsay. Yep. The whole fucking thing's hearsay at the end of the they day. They hand him his coffee. Oh, yes, they do. His hot coffee. It's to go with a lid. It's to go with a lid. Uh, he moves it to his face to drink. He picks it up. Does he squeeze it or not? I don't know. No one knows for sure. Was the lid pressed all the way down? No one knows. No one knows, but he spills coffee. He goes to drink it. The lid pops off. It spills on him. On his chest, on his face. He gets... On all his tattoos. Uh, I think he gets second degree burns. There, in one report, there are first and second degree burns. Yeah. But the real... The danger here was the infant. The scalding coffee could have scalded the infant. Just like that David Foster Wallace That's what I was thinking of. Boiling water, yeah, scalding hot coffee. Horrible story. Almost a Foster Wallace moment right there. What's that called? A burn? Incantations of... No, it's not burn. I got to look that up. Go ahead. Okay. Well, so anyway, uh, this fellow's wife felt like they they were kind of ignored when this happened. They weren't... Like, no one cared to see if they were okay. The wife especially. Yeah. Like, no one checked and said, oh, sorry that happened. You know, like nothing. Ooh, incarnations of burned children. What a story. Short, but powerful. It is. I think that's the only Foster Wallace I've ever read, fiction-wise. <laughs> that's that short story. <laughs> well, oh, well, I mean, I've read his nonfiction. I've read the lobster thing. Oh, okay. I read some of that cruise ship thingy. Okay. Intriguing Pro- stuff. Proceed. Plot is thickening at one fold. Uh, yeah, so his wife takes to... I think it was, was Facebook. It Facebook or Instagram and just kind of gives her a, a assessment of the situation. She vents. She vents. Not like... 
not rants or raves, really just more of a venting, I think. I think so. She did take to the public social media waves to express discontent over the treatment at Onefold. That much we know. Yeah. Onefold uh, fires back. Does not take it lightly. No, they fire back on Instagram. With a screenshot of her post, as I recall. What's up the dude, right? With his- there's some, they took a screenshot and then wrote. Well, they took a screenshot of her post, but there's this other thing too. The post I'm looking at is a different post that says, just a reminder, we assume no responsibility if you squeeze your to-go coffee cup and the lid pops off. Also, it's probably not a great parenting choice to drink coffee with your baby below. Hashtag squeezable coffee cups. Hashtag entitled. Mm. Hashtag some, someone needs sleep. Some mom needs sleep. Some mom sleep. needs sleep. Good. Going at a mom. That is tough. That's not, usually ill-advised. Hashtag please come back not. Ooh. Hashtag iced coffee next, next time. Hashtag helicopter wife. Damn. Now, see, that to me, though, is telling because that's, the, that's where it first comes in, this, mo- this idea that the husband doesn't really care and the wife is trying to make this into a big deal. Yeah. Oh, no, the wife's name, it looks like is Jess, Jess Bull. There she is. Here's a quote from Jess Bull. I am shocked by the turn of events here. The reaction Onefold had from the moment my husband shared the co- or shared the coffee on himself it must be somebody it's a typo. typo there. You Come were, on, eater. you or her <laughs> or eater. <gasps> Mark found the typo. Very loud. Uh, he got first and second degree burns. By the way, it's nothing we expected. I posted that on Facebook as a message to my friends. Next thing I know, Ooh. knew it was uh, I was getting shamed on Instagram over it. That's interesting. Interesting that you could just throw it up there, thinking your friends would find out, but then. Oh, Mark Neary comes around and goes, hey, hey, hey. Don't you dare. Don't you dare because I have a history of this. He does. But wait. But uh, later that night, did you see that I put this here? Another post from One Fold Denver. First thing, come on by for dinner. We have a bunch of new wines and beers. Second, we are on At Eater Denver again, but not for what most restaurants make on for. This is telling because later he's going to make fun of people's writing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Some some typos. Yeah. What do you call that? Stones, glass houses, something. Uh, the pot calling the kettle black. There, that's better saying. He, he who lives in a glass house should not, not cast thy first stone. Or get dressed in the nude. Sayeth. Wait, you have to get dressed in the nude. The Lord. Is this it's, tinted glass, this house? It's been over a year since the last Eater Yelp fun, which of course said, wait a minute, we got to go deeper. Mm. But it definitely helped get rid of the entitled whiny assholes and made room for our awesome, super nice current customers. Guess it was time for some spring cleaning. Swipe over to see the video of our owner helping clean a smiling husband's car seat and refill the tiny amount of coffee that came out. It's odd that his super dramatic lying wife, whoa, he then added her, would post lies about us on Facebook, then contact Eater to get a story. Now, is that true? I don't know. Yikes. He seems pretty cheerful for having second-degree burns. We have videos, lady. Yee! They have videos? This is a new new wrinkle. (laughs) I'm telling you, I hadn't heard about the videos. It's something else. And then from there, it just, I mean, I don't... Oh, this is the same thing, right? So J-Row Bull is the aggrieved woman. Yep. I mean, maybe try to improve practice by handing coffee to customers without a lid. Whoa. Some guy spills coffee on himself and his crazy wife blames a restaurant, then makes up crazy situations. Like, what if it spilled on my kid? That's, That's their response. The response to her. <laughs> Mr. Skate Marshall? That's, that's, Is that what you're that's not. Yes, Mr. Skate Marshall, who is our neighbor and a lovely woman. 
Oh yeah. I didn't realize you. you know, oh yeah, Mrs. Kate. <laughs> Miss, Miss, no, Mr. Skate Marshall. We'll go with. Shame on you. I had plans to meet a friend at your restaurant tomorrow, but I'll be taking my business elsewhere. Shame for treating customers this way. Shame on you for shaming women and moms. Clearly, you are not business for all. There you go. And so, I mean, that's fine. I'm with. I get you. But then, look at what they come back at her with. You should read that. I don't want to read you that. You are about an my idiot. Neighbor. You are an idiot, Mr. Skate Marshall. You are an idiot. You never or never shamed moms or women, just some crazy lady who blames her husband spilling coffee on himself on restaurant workers. Glad you are not coming by one less entitled asshole. No, it just says asshho. Oh yeah, asshho. Is that real? I don't know if that's Oh, that's another question. Is that a typo? Did he This is omit just so the this, I mean it's sad. It's sad and it's wrong and I'll tell you why this is interesting it's to me. Clearly some misbehavior. What what restaurateur replies responds this way? I don't know. But here's what's here's what's uh charming about this to me. That restaurant always has reminded me of foreskin, one fold. Something about it makes me think of like foreskin. Of course. Uncircumcised penises, you which you know to- I am in favor of. I know you think about it quite a bit. But if you've seen one, are you, you know wearing your silk robe when you do it? If you've seen one, you know feeling that nice gentle material on your nipple. I don't have my silk robe on today. I'm saying if you've seen, you know, like most penises, there there are wrinkles, and this story is full of so many wrinkles. Mark, <laughs> nice. All right, jeez, I have nothing it hard for me. I have nothing but support for Mr. Skate Marshall. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for J. Roe Bull. I can't. I mean, it's hard to excuse the behavior of. Uh, one fold, but there's this little bit of me that's like, ah, you know what? You know, at least, Ooh. I don't know. You're, don't, yeah, don't get, it's, customer's not always right. Well, you know what this smacks of to me? But I just don't know the truth, so. This is, this is how things are done now in the Trump era. This is, this is what Donald Trump would do. That's if exactly. Was, I think he's empowered, but it's, it's, it's a Trump reply in social media. Oh. Yep. This is a Trump entrepreneurship. Well, now you've, now you've tilted it back. And, and yeah, now I think this is ridiculous. One full Denver. We are glad your baby is okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I hope you learned your lesson not to drink it with your baby below. Also not to squeeze coffee cups as the lids tend to pop off. <laughs> Jeez. Also helped you spread your bad review. I think because they posted the picture of... This isn't the same guy that is later going to be the... Because but what he's what he referred to earlier was a year ago on Yelp, somebody a quote unquote food critic. I don't know if this is a real food critic or a social media food critic or a blogger or whatever did a review and he came back hard at that one. Right. So that's not the same guy. I don't think so. Who who the fuck knows? But here's here's what I know is I heard this story. How did you hear this? Oh hi. Excuse me. I heard it a couple different times yesterday. First from actually, if you look in this picture, Nicole Dill. Is someone who uh, this is chimed some, in? This is some deep Denver gossip. We got yeah. a Denver gossip show this week. Well, she she is the chief operations officer at, at uh, Ted X Mile High. How dare you! So I heard about it there. You're just talking and, out of shop. But then I come. Like, well, this is a coworker. Yeah, a coworker. And then yeah. I'm telling Nicole, and she heard about it from one of her friends who actually, uh, yeah, she was the one who screen grabbed all this stuff because the one full deleted that Instagram post. They did. The, yeah, they deleted a lot of stuff. Well, let's see. But uh, should I follow him? And then just start. You can do whatever you want. Man. Yeah, what, who gives a shit? It's social media. Come on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the point being kind of a Trump move. No. I mean, may, maybe is a bit, maybe, <laughs> maybe this is a smart business play on some alternate. This one's some, still here. <laughs> in some alternate universe. Is that the guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little sliver of the guy. Okay. Um, 
but I don't know, man. I think I, I mean, have that shirt. Am I a hipster? But I don't have that mustache. No. But is, is, he it, a is it possible that there are... It's neither here nor there. A, uh, a, you know, a group of people out there who are like, fuck, like what you're saying, like, fuck yeah, stand up to these whiny bitches. And that's what it's, so it's, it's, there's the specifics of the case at hand yeah. are immaterial. There's, I don't respond to that at all. It's clearly like, come on. Although I don't know. I mean, what's, what are the possible scenarios that like they put the lid on, but not well enough. And you sometimes it you put a coffee lid on, like it looks like it's on, but it's not pushed Having down all been the a, way. I have a parent myself. I would, I would think it's much more likely. I just got frazzled and like grabbed it. And I've, I've definitely had coffees where the lid wasn't all the way on and I've had to like push it down. And if you tilted it back real quick without thinking, it would, it would probably spill on you, explode on your face and burn you. Hmm. If you squeeze the shit out of a coffee mug, the well, that's coffee bad. cups will little pop off. <laughs> and that's the tack that uh, Onefold is taking. Don't yeah, I mean, squeeze, squeeze coffee pretty cups. Hard. Don't squeeze coffee cups. <laughs> I don't know. There is something just, about, yeah. Like, it's just so odd. Like, why throw gasoline on a That match? is odd. Like, all you would have had to do is say, oh, sorry, sorry, that happened. But it's, isn't it there also something like, I mean, obviously Simple people as that. get injured, but like something goes wrong and we vent about it and complain and- it catches fire and somebody's like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, this would have been, yeah, ten, like 10 years ago, we would have- 1950s, people didn't complain about com- scalding coffee on their faces. Well, they did, but they complained to a couple people. Yeah, right. It didn't become like a big thing on the internet. So you know what? Nobody's to blame here. Well, he, excuse me. This guy's to blame for mouthing off this much. As a, business, as a as a he's being a huge dick. Yeah, <laughs> but intentionally so, right? But there's also something about the whole system at play here with social media and how it uh, twists things. Yeah, that's just nobody's at fault for that. No, but I tell you what, he's done. My point is, like, I was hearing this story from a bunch of different people. Most of them mothers. What he's done is got like, he's a good pissed five, off ten a, minutes on Natch, the Natural Living Podcast. He has, but he's also yeah, like upset many a Denver mom. Oh, the moms, that is, that is marketing one Oh one dude. You do not piss off a mom. Worse than that. He's pissed off moms who are quite influential mm. in overlapping circles throughout mm. the city. So best of luck. So oh, maybe it won't matter. Maybe he's got his hardcore, nice, super nice customers. Yeah. Maybe these are more of those whiny assholes who just think this shit's hilarious. Assholes. I didn't, do you think that's intentional? That's the wrinkle, That's a whole dude. nother that's level. another penis that's wrinkle, just man. Like, I don't know. That's like, um, the, uh, the, uh, what's the word for, uh, fuck, uh, sexism, <laughs> <laughs> gender basher, asshole. Come on. That, hey, maybe. That, that's one of those funny little ones. You could always, the bene- you could always the claim doubt. that's a typo. Benefit of the doubt. It was a typo. He meant to say asshole. Impossible to say with this guy. I don't know if we need to go into his history, but <laughs> no, let's there is on. another Denver eater eater article if you want to read it about him we'll link it in being the kind of a yelp like he he goes head to head on uh, yelp with people yeah oh, here let me paraphrase it hey mike sorry too long didn't read most of it this is referring to the prior review to a bad review you can review our restaurant but i can't review your writing you do write with a prose that reminds me of a high school valedictorian that tries apostrophe s that tries way too hard to sound intelligent Again, pot calling the kettle black. If you're critique <laughs> writing, you should do it. You got to learn how to write. However, that's my opinion, just like your opinion of our kanji. To be fair, I'd like to review your visit as well. Now, that's a nice little artful, artful turn. Yeah. I won't make it as long and boring. Creepy guy walks in, creeps out workers and customers, asks for Wi-Fi password, duck behind computer. Other customer walked up, complained that you may be watching porn, all caps porn. Big porn. Confronted you and verified, told you to turn off. Tell me, you tell me how important of a food critic you are and write a bad review after you demolished all the food I gave you. Verify that you're the, you do the 
this all the time. By the way, you are not watching normal porn. <laughs> However, I am sure the FBI will catch you soon, you creepy pervert. This guy, you come at him a little bit, he comes back a, a lot. lot. Yeah. I, th- I feel, I just got nervous saying that. You, are you, do you think he's going to come after you? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I, lot, you, Natch. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I have. This is a gentle podcast. It is. I mean, I have like a, I guess it wouldn't be a review of that restaurant. I've, I had brunch there once. Mm. And it was fine. But I think it's kind of one of these places where, you know, it's kind of impossible to make something taste bad when you're cooking it in duck fat and serving it with a bunch of bacon in it. Like is that what they do? Heavy on the duck fat. Mm. There, there was actually another thread where someone was bashing them but accidentally put dick fat. Ooh. So he wrote back, like, we do not cook anything in dick fat. <laughs> so. Well, I, I... But it's a lot of, like, duck fat and bacon, man. <laughs> I was about to say I'd try that. I would not try that, for the record. Well, I could, fish, I could fish something out of the cat box and fry it in duck fat for you, and you'd probably enjoy it. That sounds delish. Doesn't it, But though? not as good as these. Hey, this is Natch, episode 116, Jesus. peanut butter pancakes. I feel like we just dipped our dong into a pot of boiling water. That's what I feel like. You think this is going to be... I think you're going to throw this on some Reddit board, and it's going to, just like her initial Facebook post, blah! Yeah, well, they'll be coming and at you. Before you know it, you're, my, you're my name will come up to me going, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're like endorsing this guy's... And I am not. Trumpian behavior. No. That's not natural, Mark. Listen to the tape. Not natural. Listen to the tape. Do not stir this up. <sighs> Rosa Parks, Peanut Butter Pancakes. Sporkful. That's a podcast, I think. Haven't heard it because I make podcasts. Yep, me too. I don't Listen to a few make Sporkful's not one of the them. The best. Last year, the Library of Congress posted Rosa Parks's personal documents online for the first time. Buried under postcards from Martin Luther King and lists of volunteers for the Montgomery bus boycott was an item that caught our eye. A pancake recipe written on the back of a bank envelope. Hmm. May I tell you what that recipe entails? Please do. Let's do some dry ingredients. We're going to sift these together. A cup of flour, two tablespoons of baking powder, half a teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of sugar. Hmm. Pretty standard stuff Pretty so standard far. stuff. Now we're going to mix some of these wet ingredients. One egg, one and a quarter cups of milk. Which was written in a different color pen indicating that when she first wrote the recipe, she forgot about the milk. That's right. Or someone. Did she write this recipe or it was just in her bag? No, I think she did. Oh, okay. Uh, a tablespoon of short, I think it says shorty, but that's shortening or oil. And a third of a cup of, is that melted? No, peanut butter. Melted. Melted peanut butter? Or melted shortening? Maybe melted shortening. I think, no, I think you... How about the peanut butter's fine? You're going to melt shorty? Yeah, you're going <laughs> to melt shorty. All right. All right. You get the point. You combine all these things wet with dry. You cook at 375, 275 on a griddle. You got yourself a peanut butter pancake. I intended to make these this morning for my children, but... Uh, Sounds good. I didn't have time. Maybe tomorrow. We'll get a picture if I do. Shout out Rosa Parks. Good stuff, right? Peanut butter pancakes. Episode 116. Natch the Natural Living Podcast. Sign up for the newsletter. Oh, yeah. We've got one of those. Text me. 303-548-6877. I'll add you to the list now. Peanut butter pancake. I think you better get that in soon because summertime's coming. And that's a heavy breakfast in the summer. That's true. You kind of want something a little lighter in the summer, don't you? What? Oh. Wait. Well, you know what that means. No, it's not time for that. Yeah, it is. Someone's calling in. Just a reminder here, we, uh, we are on Patreon. Oh, let me get the hotline. Hold on. That is a pleasure. Yep. So if you want to support yeah. the show, we're on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Four uh, bucks it's, a month. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
That's right. A little distracting. Oh, we'd be happy to. Yeah. No, just sign up on the website. It's fine. All right. Just credit card. Four bucks a month. Stop whenever you want. No, no, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you get you get the bonus episodes, some music, and you get the the, the best part is the welcome kit. Oh, the welcome kit. Yeah. Okay. So that's Got another one. Natch nine thousand. Uh, it's patreon.com slash natch9000 for all your... You interrupted me, dude. I was flowing right into the summertime sunscreen report. I don't know when people are going to call. You think I'm in charge of that, too? <laughs> Clearly not. Come on. <laughs> Hat tip Jessica Rubino of New Hope. I know her. We worked... You do? Yeah, I hung out with her at a wine event. Nicole and I did. <laughs> we fact, worked together. Jessica and her sister... Young Buck at New then Hope. took Nicole out for drinks afterwards while I went, oh, home, I went home alone. Unbelievable. Lovely girls. What? Why is that funny? <laughs> Just to hear you say lovely girls is funny. <clears throat> Here's your summertime sunscreen report. This is a little bit... I'm not going to read all this. Yeah, this you know is what? A lot. I'm not going to read any of that. I'm going to tell right. you it You're just in my own words. It? In my own words. Maverick style? Here's the deal. All the sunscreens you probably buy are digging in on SPF to block UVB which is what gives you a sunburn. They ain't doing real shit for mm. UVA, which is giving you skin cancer. And making you all wrinkly. What helps with UVA is those minerals, that, that uh, titanium dioxide and the zinc, that white, you know, the white... Old school. Life, old school. Classic. Big old white nose like a lifeguard. Come on. Are you going to cover your whole body with that stuff? Well, do they make a clear zinc oxide? They're working on the, how it sifts in and soaks in. You still might have a little bit of that white haze, but you know what? Wear that white haze as a badge of pride. Yeah. I'm not getting skin cancer. I'm not being fooled by the man, the suntan man. Now, here's the other thing. A lot of these natural brands have started juicing up the SPF. Like they want these high SPFs because everybody thinks that's important. That's juicy is what that is. They're doing that with these other weird plants that sound great, but are unproven. So, thanks to Jessica and her efforts and research and conversations with the Environmental Working Group, yep. we have come to the decision that you need to be buying mineral sunscreen with zinc or titanium dioxide, and, it's needs, and it needs to be 15, uh, 20% of the formula if it's zinc, or 15 if it also adds in the titanium dioxide. And this can be challenging to find. Well, yeah. It sounds like you have to make it in a laboratory of your own design. Uh, you can just go buy some of that pure old zinc and just rub that on your body. You're going to be really popular. But you know why? Yeah, people don't like They want the spray. So easy for the kids. Hey, you've sprayed your kids. No, I haven't. You have never put suntan That shit's shit on- poison. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. And your kids have never been sprayed with that stuff. They got one from Bama and Grandma and were spraying it on themselves. And I was like, oh. We will continue to see what the do same What do you do? You trends. just let them get sunburns? No, you slather them up. It's a pain in the ass. With the zinc? Or oh, just we've the got some mineral stuff? sunscreen. Yeah, we've been using that for a while. What about the Neutrogena? That, that's mm. UVB or U, USB? Here's what you and, need to look. Because a lot of these... And uh, oxybenzone? Is it get, uh, oxybenzone? Lightning, lightning port. Lightning port? Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. If it has oxybenzone as the primary, then you're talking about that chemical market. True, buddy. Woo! Oh, I just changed your world. I can see it in your eyes. Like, I know I knew about all this stuff. This, a lot of this is old years. news. Yeah, but I don't think you're, you're not obeying. No, I'm not obeying. We will continue to see the same trends. High SPFs, hormone disruptors, vitamin A, chemical sprays. Ooh, the aliens didn't like that. All of which, that's your phone. All of which have been shown to be unsafe or misleading from another, in the past. another person who wants to 
support us. Another hotline? Oh, nice. This one came in via text. You can do that too. Text the Soundhawk, 303-548-6877. You got it. I'm going to have to uh, make some more welcome kits. Trademark, Snowflake. Start us a Snowflake welcome kit. All right. So yeah, you're screwed. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. No, no, that's, we just did a, you know, hey, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. I'm not a dermatologist. You're not a dermatologist. We are natural living gurus. 80 plus years. So take it at that. My advice, get yourself a mineral-based sunscreen. Take a look. Try to get a nice high percentage of zinc or titanium di- and titanium dioxide and use that, even if it gives you a little white sheen. Yeah, while you're at it, why don't you get a little, little bit of white tape to fix the, the broken nose piece on your glasses there, Poindexter? talking about talking about walking around a swimming pool with that <laughs> stuff slatted all over you oh i don't care man that's good stuff You're like a trilam which is especially a good on thing. the nose i think you ought to be doing the full-on white striped nose totally and that is kind of cool you know ooh, how everybody about this? gets the skin cancer on their nose i got it now instead of trying to go take it transparent we're at altitude this might be an ideation we're closer to the sun i don't really feel like digging out that sound cue but here you go Instead of toiling, mm. instead of toiling to try and make zinc oxide, <laughs> instead of toiling to try and make it clear, make it all do- all different colors. You can make like you can have like sunscreen war paint when you go to the pool. Uh, How been cool. there, done that. You can get that pink, day glow, yellow, a lot yeah. of neon colors. Do they have blue? Riffraff style. <laughs> yeah, I don't probably red. I don't know how they make them that color. How about like a rust? Because that's your skin; it soaks that up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How about a cornflower anyway, blue? Could, if they could, uh, I spent a lot of time without any sunscreen. At they all could while. color sync it to my robe. Do you wear sunscreen like every day? You'll just be like, eh. no, not every day. When I was in Mexico, I was putting it on. Man, I'm not going to get a burn. Mm. What about like this time of year? You know, you're going to be outside for an hour. Nah, nah. just nah. let that in. The D. Yeah, I want to get those like canyon esque wrinkles on the back. You got to let neck. that D in. I'm on a lot of D. I want a big <laughs> dose of D. Bet you do. But I don't want a big dose of this tea. Ooh, bad, bad, bad tea <laughs> from the LA Times. Tea yeah. made from deer antlers. Watch out. Great idea to begin with. May have sickened two Orange County residents with botulism. Ouch. That's a bad one. You don't want that. A serious illness caused by a bacteria that can cause paralysis, breathing difficulty, and is potentially deadly, but definitely shitty. Wow. And so here is, this appears to be sort of a traditional Chinese medicine type angle with pictures of deer. Uh, We've got some letters, hieroglyphics. No. What do you call Chinese Chinese writing? It's not hieroglyphics, (laughs) professor. Pictographs. Uh, There's a ruler here for some reason to tell you how tall it is. Anyway, in the doc, picture of the tea. If If you're going for deer antler tea... You're the same type of person that probably likes deer antler supplements because you think it's going to give you an edge in sports, and you're rolling the dice anyway. Oh, so deer antlers are a big thing, Mark? Well, they were for a while. I think like there was some professional football player that took them. Were you juicing the deer antlers? Oh, me? It's been a long time. You tried. You tried some deer antlers. It's been a long time. I I used it for sexual performance. I'll bet you did. You you had some powderized deer antler. You put it in your Chobani, get it all over (laughs) your nuts. In that hotel room in Athens, go for an endurance session. What was that district of Athens called? It was very quaint. It was like the it was more touristy, but uh. stop pretending you could see it through the sliver of light coming through your hotel room. You were just locked away in there. No, this was Jenny and I exploring the world. Oh, we I know great, what you guys oh, were exploring. Twist. Damn, red twist. I know what you guys were exploring. Oh, we don't have. And to this s- is not that kind of podcast. We don't have to support the show on Patreon. We've done that. Yeah, but we do have to talk about this. 
Oh, Goop Fest? Before we, because now, well, oh, before we, holy crap. I think, I think we could officially say we are now in the middle stretch of the show. It's been about 36 minutes. An interlude wherein we're going to, this is unusual But not the musical us. interlude. Don't no, confuse no, but it's, terms here. We're going we're gonna to set it up, and then we're going to do the tarot, and then we're going to have the musical interlude. And then out of that, we'll come back with the food news eventually, yeah, yeah. plus. Here's the deal. This is the Natural Living Podcast, yep. and this is the most natural part of the Natural Living it's Podcast. It's so natural. So get your crystals. We're going to Goop Fest. Oh my God, you don't even know. Yes, in more ways than one. This is from Eater. Gwyneth Paltrow, you've heard of her? The original post-millennial celebrity turned lifestyle guru. No one more goopy than Gwyneth Paltrow. No one more guru-y, except for maybe us. She's spearheading a conference in Los Angeles where attendees will live their best goop lives. If only for one day. Live your best goop life. June 10th, 2017, mark your calendars. Uh Uh-huh. In Goop Health. Oh, I will. We'll feature... It's called in oh in goop health. That's, That's the name of the show. She did. They're like in good health. In goop health. That is quite clever. Um, it will feature crystal therapy. Oh, great! Love it. Uh, aura photography. <laughs> okay. eh. Great. Isn't that an app? Isn't there an app that does that? Do you really need to go here for that? I don't know what that is. Sound baths. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I had a I had a Reiki sound session and it was awesome. What is that? Where you lay on the floor. I think I've talked about it on the show. No, you haven't. Nicole and I did couples Reiki sound therapy. Are you sure no, I didn't talk about I this? I have not heard about this shit. This was a while ago. This was like back at my, uh, almost a year ago around my 40th birthday. Mm. I think it was the week of. My wife's very, very kind and considerate. She has all these Got nice you plans a for me. sound bath. Yeah, we went and laid on this comfortable mat couples in this room, us. put on some eye masks. Did you get naked like you automatically do whenever one of these <laughs> opportunities arises? No, it wasn't a massage. Okay. But we laid there and this lady like played all these weird, in, like she was playing a bowl, like making these, it was almost, it sounded like a shoulder season song. It's all these like throbbing sounds and vibrations. And some of them, I mean, your, your senses are askew because you're blinded. And then after a while, like you've been hearing these sounds for so long, they start to like penetrate you. And then she'll switch to a different instrument. Those that has, are the sounds? Like... Kind of There was like Some of it sounded like She was playing a saw There was like a the, It ended with a rain stick and, Oh nice But it, it felt like It sounds like It a, felt like rain Was washing over me almost And then we take the, the blinds off And I'm like Taking another look around the room At all the instruments She was playing Wait a minute Everybody it got clothes on but me It was just a small little rain stick oh. But it sounded like Oh wait live music She was playing it live It's Yeah it's not really music But she's doing sound sounds, therapy sounds. This is there rife. was a drum. Great there were material drums. for my shoulder season soundscapes for all the bonus episodes. That we're you know what it is? I, I could plug it if I can remember the name. But you know when you're driving down, would it be York or no? Josephine heads north, right? Hot, it's a Reiki hotbed. Well, you get you get past Colfax there, and then to the left, there's like that building, and it's got that mural of like a young girl like going like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle. That's the place. Oh. It's on the second floor. It's I like in wondered a, about that mural. Yeah, it's in a um, like a carriage house. Highly recommend it. Well, okay, great. It might help with your sorghums. I don't know. Yeah, my sorghums. Anyway, so... Um, uh, Where yeah, were we? Well, we were talking about the sound bath, but... Oh, I was saying yes. I was also just going to real mention real briefly, this is episode 116. 115 just came out a few days ago with a shoulder season soundscape as a bonus episode for the patrons Call the hotline. And that episode actually... Which means go to patreon.com slash natch9000. Recounts my adventures at TED Fest in New York City. So you're Woo! not you're not going to want to miss that. But there's only one way to hear the whole thing. And don't forget, I binged watched Thirteen Reasons Why. 
We'll get into that too. Yeah. But now back to Goop Fest here, or I mean in Goop Health. So yes, oral or sound baths. I'm in. I'm in. Flower remedies. Hmm. I'm I'm milk. I'm lukewarm on that one. Uh, IV drips for anyone who hit the town a little too hard Ooh, the night wait. before. That's the jam, dude. I've heard not, about that. People not doing if it's turmeric. Well, no, but people doing saline drips, like if they're hungover. B vitamins. Yeah. So you pound, pound the Just B-vitamin. knocks the hangover right out of you. I love it. I, I do so like that, that Gwyneth Paltrow's vision of health involves a lot of wine, seemingly. There's the partying. And wine then there's and the cocktails. detoxing. Yeah. Hey, you only live once. YOLO, my well, friend. Well, wait a minute. Because, hold on here. Okay. This show is going to feature provisions from Moon Juice. All right? How is that? I'll tell you what that is. Because we were talking before the show started about Father John Misty. I was getting my update from you. Mm-hmm. Some behind-the-scenes tour f- coverage. Hey, not even patrons get to hear about that, nope, though. That's insider stuff. Seems like a nice guy. He Funny. W- one of his big splash moments. Likes to read Yelp reviews. One of his big... Infinite and funny voices. <laughs> one of his big splash moments was about moon juice. He threatened... He's, he, on Instagram... He went in and said he stole one of their prize crystals and just took it <laughs> and But I think it was all like a joke because somebody had stolen it and I Moon Juice was back on that mic. Moon Juice was like, who took this? And he's like, it was me. I'm Father John Misty. Anyway. It's my crystal now. Oh. Oh. Is that you? Yeah. You going to take care of that? No. It's probably just your wife. The Life. S- the s- so Moon Juice, the store's alchemists... Help guests customize their Vittoria coffee or Gymnostemma tea with adaptogens, high vibrational herbs, and the brand's Moon Dusts. Powder blends with names like Sex Dust and Spirit Dust. Ow! Yep, that's Sex Dust, described as a warming potion that will send waves of blood to all the right places. It'll take the wrinkles right out of that penis. That one fold so with to speak. ingredients like Epimedium Hoshu Wu. Shilajit, I should know how to say that, and Shisandra. Shisandra? Yep, that's right. No deer antler? That gets you, I mean, right? Give me a break. Get your own bottle of the love powder for 60 bucks. Come on. 60 bucks? Unbelievable. Uh, In Goop Health will also feature appearances from Gwyneth's famous pals, Lena Dunham. Oh, boy. I know her. Jenny Conner? Connor? Don't know. I have no idea. Cameron Diaz? Oh, boy. Her her name was misspelled in this Google Doc. I don't know if you did that. I spelled it. I went in and changed it and spelled it properly. I think I just cut and paste. From the actual Goop Fest press release? <laughs> Whatever. Holy shit. No, from this article. Eater. Tori Birch and Nicole Ritchie. So Man. that's a classy gang of uh, gals. And tickets are only 500. <laughs> what would you say earlier? Lovely sexy, ladies. Sexy group of ladies. All I right. said lovely ladies. I did All not right. get creepy. Classy group of gals. What's, there's nothing creepy about lovely ladies. I mean, it's a little old man. It's like a, it's the dad in me. Yep. Just trying to be good for you. It's good cute. It's cute. Yeah, I'm fucking cute. How much to go to this Goop Fest? Well, five hundred to so fifteen hundred dollars for tickets. Got to go high end VIP, fifteen hundred. If you're gonna go to something like this, One I day. know this from being a marketing maven. Yeah, for a world class event, tickets are on sale now. By the way, for point of departure, our I summer event. I don't give event. a shit. Hey, if you want to go to that event though, spend the extra money, get the all access ticket. Oh yeah, go behind, go backstage with Josh. <laughs> no, you have to buy the superhero ticket for the backstage tour. I mean, if you're a fucking roller. You get that superhero ticket. I will give you a backstage tour like you will you know what? never experience again. And you'll, your own personal Reiki sound bath. I can't guarantee that, but you do get to go to go the VIP it. reception. I'll give you a rain stick. All right. Oh, I, did, I did have one more thing I meant to mention about Yelp. Back in our dining out days. Seems like dodgy terrain. Uh, I interviewed a chef. I don't remember the, the market. We published that magazine in multiple markets. It was maybe Seattle. I think it was in Seattle. 
And this chef at one point said that he laughs, laughed in the face of Yelp. You know, in the course of, course of our Q&A, it was playful. Does that sound like dangerous uh, oh, speak to you? What did you just say? I was interviewing a chef. We were yeah. talking all about stuff and then Yelp came up and he, yeah. said, he was jokingly he said, I laugh in the face of Yelp. Yeah. Made that the headline to the interview. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, it was tangy. Yeah, well, it's tangy. But you know how- That's ma- not what he once highlighted. <laughs> well, no, every article had to go through like so many flaming hoops. Is this a dining out article? Yeah, so it was advertorial. So it went back to the restaurant for approval. Mm. Thing got approved. Uh-oh, good. Thing came out. Not happy. Someone who didn't approve it saw it, got super, super mad. I think that chef lost his job. <laughs> <laughs> I might be wrong about that. <laughs> If I mean, that happened, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember who this was, who this was, but if, that's if another, in some way I, well, you did what you helped, needed to do. If I knocked down a domino that led to that, I do apologize. You were trying to get a juicy article that people would read, and you succeeded at that. Yeah. You went through the approval channels, which don't need to exist in journalism, mm-hmm. but do at editorial magazines, and you did that. Yep. Did my due you diligence. You and I both know this. Even then, yeah, somebody else sees it. Conniption fit trouble. Especially that, that was a, Was there a lot of fallout at the partner level over this? There was because one of the partners, it was his market. And so, and it was like, mm. the oh, least, this wasn't Denver. No. Yeah. It was, it was, it was the Seattle one, if I recall. And it was our least lovable partner. He was not too happy with that. I don't remember who that is. You'll have to tell me. Yeah. Off mic, which you got to hit now anyway, because it's time. What do you mean? Well, I haven't actually heard. I'm expecting to hear some. Aren't we doing a, um, some a sound that would. Tell me that it's... Oh, oh no, it's not interlude time. No. I know what time it is. Who's the partner? Mouth it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah all right. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Sorry. was Seattle? Uh, Seattle, yeah. I believe so. Hmm. Who's the point man on that? Okay. Oh, we know the question this week. It's obvious. Yeah. We love her. We hate her. Is Gwyneth truly natural? Is it all a sham? Is it a sham grounded in truth? Is it truth? Is she a guru and a maven and more than we could ever aspire to become? Here's a question for all you tarot enthusiasts out there. Is it bad form to shuffle a deck of tarot cards (laughs) as if they were playing cards? Sounded a little rough. This sounds like something like Mike Neary would do. Neary. Look at that bridge, though. Nary? Nary a nary. One fold. Just go with one fold. Now I kind of want to... Don't go there. I'm saying that sounds like... that Shuffling the tarot deck is a move they would he would make. Not they. I'm not going to generalize. Okay. Probably some lovely people there. You're saying you think the owner of that restaurant God, is the kind of so guy fraught. who shuffles a tarot deck? I don't know what to say. I don't know what to You're say. You're so afraid. Well, that's I'm the very problem. Afraid. We've covered, very we've afraid. We've covered a ton of food news on this uh, podcast, but never something so immediate and close to home. That's right. And, and, with the potential and, to... And, yeah, and, and charged. Maybe this will get us in Westward, Mark. You never know. <laughs> All right. that. Pass. You know what they can do? They can eat a special kind of salad. What? Like a, <laughs> like a toss salad? You haven't heard that? Eat a, eat Is that ten, what you're referring to? Eat a 10 dick salad. <laughs> what? That's kind of derogatory. It is. And it's people sexist. who like dicks. Is there something wrong with wanting to have a dick in your mouth, Mark? Yeah, it's a salad, probably. With dressing on it? You hey, put, FYI, hey, hey you're putting got, yogurt on your balls and you're fucking calling into question whether it's never, okay to eat a dick salad? Never happened. 
Passed. And, and just in case you got kids listening to this show, you might want to have them tune out. Oh, well, it's a little late for that. <laughs> Maybe. I think that would have happened long ago. Okay. Passed. Oh, Passed. I got to write this down. Yeah. Present. What? Okay. Future airplane flying overhead, Mark. It's that's be fine. Okay. I didn't even notice. Oh, I thought that's what you were squirreling about. Oh. Okay. Passed. Yep. Queen of Swords. Love it. That's. I feel like it's this, the era. We of have perennial favorites on here. I'm glad it's a queen and not a king this week. Well, yeah. I would like to highlight the powerful women in our lives. Now that you've insulted most of them by saying it's okay. I haven't. By siding with Donald Never Trump happened. restaurateur. I think Never happened. I was trying to get to the nuance. You're in your group of gals over there. <laughs> my, my, my flock of lovely ladies. Queen of Swords. Her right hand raises the weapon vertically, and the hilt rests on an, on an arm of her royal chair. Oh, look at that. That fridge <laughs> really got something. This is a new noise for that fridge. It's got something to say. And what is it, fridge? Yes, Maytag? The left hand is extended, the arm raised. Her countenance is severe, chastened, chastened, right, and suggests familiarity with sorrow. Ooh. Divinatory meanings. Widowhood. She has been to one fold. Widowhood. Not, not widowhood as much, but there's, there was a divorce. An amicable oh, right, separation. Gwyneth, Gwyneth right. <laughs> Did you forget what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, female sadness and embarrassment. Female sadness. <laughs> it's a special kind of sadness. Is it? These cards are sexist. Uh, absence, sterility, mourning. Ooh. Privatization, separation. Reversed malice, bigotry, artifice. No, I don't think any of that applies. I think what's happening here, though, maybe, maybe the past is referring to her split with... Uh, what was it, Glenn Danzig? Almost. Uh, Who's that called? Chris Martin. Chris Martin. Coldplay. Yep. One of the cheesiest dudes on the planet. Pretty much. Yeah. Not natural. Mm, no, not natural. No. So that makes sense. She splits from him. I had hopes. That first album, it was kind of, there was like something interesting there, but then it, it just was all, you know. Oh, it was pretty. I listened to that first album sometimes. There we go. Yeah. I think even the second one. From there. Then it just it was too much. Just, they've gone too much. Then they put on some day glow clothes and hopped around stage. And that Super Bowl thing was something. Even my kids could Oof. see through that. They were like, and that, come on, that was meant to appeal to children, clearly. Ugh. So yeah, that makes sense. The past, right? There's a separation. Yeah. There's loneliness. There's female sadness. There's, oh, there's female sadness. But you know what that is? A time when you're alone and hurt like that, yep. that's an opportunity, Mark, yep. to stew, to yep. ferment. Ooh. So then uh, the present. To brew the seeds of botulism. The present. Yep. Why do we always, there are so many cards in this deck and we draw the same freaking ones all the time. I don't know. That's telling you something. This is the seven of cups. Cups. V-I-I. That's my favorite part. Getting to translate your number into Roman numerals for the Google Doc. Strange chalices of vision. <laughs> That's it. That's the description. Strange chalices of vision. Well, holy shit. That's perfect. I know. For Goop Fest? Too bad this episode's already called Peanut Butter Pancake. That can be the subhead. Strange chalices of vision. Let me write that down. Uh, Oh, yeah. This is is one of our favorites. Divinatory meanings. Fairy favors. Fairy favors? You know there's going to be fairy favors galore uh, in Goop Health. You're not going to escape fairy favors. Images of reflection. Imagination, sentiment, things seen in the glass of con- contemplation, some attainment in these degrees, but nothing permanent or substantial is suggested. So this might just be a one and done in Goop Health. Oh, you think so? Could be. A pop-up event? 
Yeah, I mean, is Gwyneth Raven-like? Is she like kind of, kind of always on to the next shiny thing? Imagine Raven with dark hair. Excuse me, Gwyneth with dark hair. Total Raven. Okay, okay. Is she, but I mean, has she moved on from the jade vagina eggs or is that still a part of the program? That's what I'm saying. So many things come down the goop that's, pipeline. That's late night after the IV drip. All right. So for, this, your, for your flock of lovely ladies. <laughs> so this makes sense. This is going to be, this is going to be Ouch. an event filled with gaiety. You're going to have, mm-hmm. you're going to have fairies distributing samples. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. There's going to be a lot of reflection. Well, actually, this says images of reflection. So Ooh. is that artifice? Is that the artifice of reflection? Is that pretending to reflect a feigned depth, Mark? You have nothing for me? Uh, All right, I'll just go it alone. I'm waiting for the future card. Um, I think you've done this. Oh, one. Enterprise. Enterprise. There you go. All these things fit in Goop Health. But I guess the question was more about Gwyneth, but that's what's happening in the present, right? She's focused on this. So where does it How take her, Mark? How many fairy favors are too many? There's, you can't put a number on fairy favors. No, you can't. Future. Wow. This is the nine of pentacles. Another card that we've drawn before. Uh, well, we've done a lot of tarot readings. I know, but we, there's, there's probably half that deck we've never seen. I take your point. What'd you say? The nine? Okay. The nine of pentacles. I've done my job as the court stenographer. And you've done it well. So, <laughs> so here's the future. I'm ready for my is musical Gwyneth Paltrow, Is Gwyneth Paltrow natural? A woman... With a bird upon her wrist, a sound hawk may have. Is this the same one with the hooded gear, Geyer Falcon? Yes. We just did this one. Uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You said it was me. I should wear the hood when I podcast so I can't see and get distracted. Oh, yeah, that was a good idea what I had. What the fuck is that noise? That's a dog barking. It's beagles? totally natural. It's so natural. Buckles? Buckles the dog. No, it's Patches the dog. Patches. Uh... A woman with a bird upon her wrist stands amid a great abundance of grapevines in the garden of, the, of a great house. Divinatory meanings, prudence, safety, success, uh, uh, accomplishment, certitude, discernment. This is unbelievable because that is Gwyneth, the woman of great power. The goop fest is her great house of whatever, and she's crushing it, clearly. This is, this is a ringing endorsement for in goop health. Why am I shouting? But the, the question was more about Gwyneth, and, and is she natural? <sighs> clearly. I, clearly. You know, we, we may, Damn, not, may not I eat my hat. Well, we may not always agree with her. Medical science certainly does not half the time. Ugh. But hey, that doesn't matter. That's I better sign up for some of those $90 vitamin packs. You're always dodging those bullets. You know this. When you're in the natural game, dude, I, you are always yes. dodging. You don't know. You medical bullets. <laughs> They're coming at you fast and you're furious. Like, well, science says that doesn't work. Well, guess what? I don't give a shit and I'm charging 60 bucks for it. Yep. One hour of you in my sound bath and you're. Yep. And you're going to be on your back with Chobani on your nuts. That's right. All right, now it's time. You really like that, don't you? I I love creating myths about you. (laughs) Yes, you do. I mean, so many. You've been been violated in so many different ways. (laughs) On my travels, especially. You've had sex with a bum. That was New Zealand. Yep. You got fingered by a Sherpa. Totally. Nepal. That was in Nepal. Yep. Got fingered again at a chiropractor's (laughs) office in Los Angeles. (laughs) And then now this whole yogurt thing is just, I'm just hoping this podcast could be PG-13, but when you're podcasting with a, sexual, a sexual conquistador. Well, I guess I'm a victim. No, you've, you've, you've victimized me in all of these <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not the conquistador. You're the, con- you're the I've conquest. Been, I've been assaulted. It's kind of sad. Uh, you're a whipping boy, I guess. I'm all right. All right. You know what makes it okay? An interlude. None of it happened. Oh, well, that too. An interlude now. I'm ready. The song is called Golden Dreams. Dreams or Dreamer? 
uh, I think it's Dreams, by Javad Marufi. What uh, is that crazy A you have in the document? All right, go ahead. I, that's how that's the accent over his name. Okay. I found this over at Ghost Capital, which is a music blog that still exists on the internet, but isn't updated anymore. Mm. But over the years, some of my favorite recordings were unearthed there. And this is one of them. Oh, I like this. Is this the name in... Uh, Looks like Arabic. Ar- oh, how do you even highlight that? Look at that. It's Just going leave the, it alone. Stop messing with it's it. It's going the other direction. Is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so authentic. That's so natural. <laughs> I'm putting that up here as the okay. artist. Javad Marufi was born in Tehran in 1919. He was one of the first musicians who chose to perform Persian music on the piano. Um, and I wrote in here, it reminds me of when I had bronchitis because when I first, it was a couple of years ago when I first downloaded this album and I had bronchitis. It's like the one and only time I've had it. And I got Did it. you have it while we were making this show? I remember some phases of... I think so. It was then bad. You, then bad. you cracked a rib or something? That was me. That was you. You cracked a rib. I cracked a rib. But I had bad bronchitis. I had to get a pack. And uh, I came home after going to the doctor. My mother-in-law was here with the boys and I just laid in my office and just kind of fell in and out of a fevered sleep. Mm-hmm. I was listening to this album on loop mm. and I imagined an entire short, short film mm. about... It was about a... Um, a young teenager, like a sassy teenage girl kind of, but well, not, not like brooding, more like brooding. And she's working at a grocery store. She's on her smoke break. She's outside smoking cigarettes and she's like chain smoking cigarettes. And she sees this, um, mother walking with her child to the car and she's being, it's like a young, young boy, maybe like seven or eight. And the mother's being very rude and like impatient and yelling at the kid and the kid looks really unhappy. She puts the kid in the car. (laughs) Just listen. She puts the kid in the car. And then the mother goes back into the store to get something for some unknown reasons. This is a short film, remember? It's Are you scoring it as we speak? I am. The teenager goes, uh, she sees that the mother has started the car, but then ran back to get, get something. The teenager goes, gets in the car, steals the car and the child. Oh. And you don't totally know why. But the kid's not super alarmed because there's like, they instantly have like a strange connection. And this music is playing in the background? Totally. And then she's like, she drives him all the way up to the mountains and they just hang out together. She smokes. He does kid shit. They have like some quiet connection. Oh, cool. And then in the end, she, she has cigarettes left in her pack, but she crushes them, throws them away. And the, the intimation is that um, perhaps she is pregnant. <laughs> but you don't know. You that, don't know because well, it's a then, short film. Why don't you just stop before that and leave him up in the mountains? Like, did he get her home? Did she get well, him that's home? That's what I'm saying. I said she crushed a pack of cigarettes pregnant. and threw them. It just hints at that. I'm the only one who knows. But I guess now anyone listening to this knows. Um, but yeah, it wow, was, wow. Th- that was a fever dream. That was a fever dream. This is Golden Dreams, Natch episode 116, Peanut Butter Pancake. Come back for food news.
We're back. Natch, episode 116. Peanut Delightful. butter pancake. Plaintative. Love Tell it. you what, anytime I hear a Spartan piece of classical music like that, p- lone piano, mm. string quartet perhaps, mm. I always feel like crying. Oh. But couldn't you picture it? Could you picture what I, the scenes I was describing? Yeah, uh, yes, those were not at all the scenes conjured by the music. What? There was a cat hair on me. I wasn't blowing you a kiss. There was a cat, there was a cat hair on my hand. Jesus. <laughs> I realize how that must have looked now. Well, what an episode. Huh. Um, Take a week off. You come back firing. Okay, wait, but you didn't. Uh, it seemed much more old timey, like almost I Charlie Chaplin esque. I, oh, I want I it to be like a little bit like Paper Moon. Mm. You seen that film? I see. So if you stylized it that way, but the mm-hmm. content was more modern, I, I say the go setting's for it. more modern. Yes. Go for it. I think I want to make this little short film. <laughs> All I need is like three actors. I'll be the boy. <laughs> three. You need Let's a just turn it on its ear. You need a teenage girl. Uh huh. A young boy. Young boy. You've got two of those. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to stick them in the industry just yet. You can't use your own. That's too hard to manage to, to direct. Oh, yeah, and then they, you need a, and then you need a mom. There'll be some interesting extras. We need a parking lot, a drone for some exterior driving shots. Yeah. Got to make this thing look big. Go for it. Um, I don't know what I'll call it, though. What was that? uh, I just deleted it. Maybe I'll call it Strange Chalices of Meaning. Yeah, great. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have to put some chalices in it. There'll be a chalice hidden in one of the, the uh, mountain settings. Ooh, mother's I will style. hide a chalice subliminal. somewhere. Yeah. Visual subliminal cue. chalice. I like it. Food news eventually, Mark. Hit us up, <clears throat> Mr. Maverick. I'm going to tell you about the next gluten. Mr. Bad Boy. Mr. Naughty. This uh, From the Atlantic, James Hamblind writing the next gluten. I had recently read that Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. We know them. We should talk about, we should tarot them. Are they truly natural? Uh, that their diet guru severely limits their what? You know this. Nightshade. T- tomato. Right. Intake. Uh, uh, quote, tomatoes trickle in every now and then, but just maybe once a month. That's hard to do. Once a month, tomatoes? I'm very cautious about tomatoes. They cause inflammation. I think that's Tom talking. I thought that might have been an aberrant belief. Is that pronunciation? 50 cent word. And you you crushed it. About the pro-inflammatory properties of one plant. But no, the common factor among foods on the books list, this is about a book, is a broad category of proteins called lectins. Mm. And those proteins are where the author of The Plant Paradox really targets his ire. Gundry, we don't need to talk about him that much, writes on his website, I believe lectins are the number one biggest danger in the American diet. Wow. It's a bold statement. I was hoping for more. Um, So, David Jenkins, a professor of nutritional sciences and medicine at the University of Toronto, explains it this way. Lectins help protect plants from being digested. Oh, it's a poison. So they've been called anti-nutrients for a long time. Lectins levels are especially high in legumes, black beans, soybeans, lima beans, kidney beans, lentils, and grain products. Well, then what the fuck are you supposed to eat exactly. if you can't eat all those great beans? When eaten in those, those foods, the lectins typically bind to carbohydrates and pass through the human digestive tract. But when the starches in the above plants haven't begun to be hydrolyzed by cooking, unbound lectins are free to interact with cells in our intestines. That interaction can, in some cases, cause, cause symptoms of food poisoning. 
Wow. I, I had a friend who, I hadn't talked to her in a while, but last time I talked to her, she was not eating nightshades on uh, doctor's orders. Nightshades are a thing, a spe- uh, an especially pro-inflammatory now that's class of food. Tomatoes, what else? Is that potatoes too? Uh, tomatoes, potatoes? That's a good question. I feel like they I were in the nightshade. Maybe not Potatoes? Though. No way. I just said it because it rhymed. <sighs> nightshades. I don't know. That's a good question. What which foods are classified? You know what I mean. A little tongue-tied. I don't know what's wrong this week. Tomato. You son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Tomatoes, potatoes, eggplant, and bell pepper. Ah, bell peppers. I thought about bell peppers. Also herbs and spices like cayenne and chili. Don't fucking doubt the maven. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. So, um... Let me tell you about a fa- so you've heard about this like eating uncooked beans basically. That's not you gonna. Well, that would be difficult. Well, well, even if they're not fully cooked, give you a little GI distress. A little bit extra gas. That's why that product's called Beano, right? There are cases like that of the most famous person to be killed by an umbrella. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> the dissident journalist Georgi Markov. This was in 1978. He was standing at a bus stop. Wait, what does this have to do with nightshades? <laughs> hold, with, hold on. When something pierced the back of his thigh, it was an injection delivered through the tip of an umbrella carried by a man who ran off. Markov grew feeb- febrile. Feeble? Oh, no, febrile. I mean, I think that's fe- super feverish. And died four days later. Pathology reports said the cause of death was a microscopic scopic dose of the poison ricin. Ricin is found in the seeds of the castor bean plant, a shrub-like entity with large log-stemmed leaves in a world that fetishizes natural products and remedies. Ricin is as natural as natural gets. All I heard you say was log and fetishized. Did you mean long? Because that fits with... Long-stemmed leaves? You said log-stemmed leaves. (laughs) Sorry. I'm having trouble. And it is, you guessed it, a type of lectin. Oof. Oh, man, that is... Interesting story. And you just delivered it. I mean, mispronounced, but so forceful. So this Gundry guy is suspect. Let's just... Easy, easy, Simba. Let's be honest about that. He invented something called vitamin G6. Well, why can't there? There's B6. Uh, He invented a lectin shield. It's designed to neutralize... Wait, why why did the vitamins stop at D? There's no vitamin F. don't remember. Oh, there's E. We had vitamin X. Vitamin X was in the H. Right, but there's no, sponsor. but there's no vitamin F. There's no vitamin G, H, I, J, K, L. There's M, K. N, okay, you're right. L, M, N, O, P. There's P. No. <laughs> I don't Q-R-S-T-U-V. know. You know what? You know my answer to that question. We just haven't found them yet. Vitamin V. It's in the HVAC. You can, uh, $79.99, you can buy these lectin shields. You can get it. You can also buy six. Wait, a lectin shield? Is that like something you hold? You slide your arm, your <laughs> forearm through? No, it's, it's a supplement. Oh. You can also get six jars of Vital Reds for $254.70. Those sound like uppers. Despite the name and claims to boost energy and metabolism, these Reds claim not to be amphetamines. <laughs> they claim not to be? They, they claim not it? to be. Interesting story. I don't think you have to worry about lectins. Just cook your damn beans. The, the point of the article is like, Jesus Christ, we need to eat something. And here we're finally moving towards plants away from meats and animals. This is, you know, give me a break. Hey, five See, Super Bowls, we're, we're coming no nightshades. Off, we're coming off of gluten. Now we need to find something else to worry about. The larger point, which this author, author makes to his great credit, why the fuck are people publishing these books? 
What, diet without books? any sense of responsibility. Like these, the more outlandish the fad diet claim, the public, these are reputable publishers. There is a great tradition of these style of books, Mark. That's there's what I'm the saying. There's the Zone diet, there's and the Atkins diet. And I guess we're all those are by doctors. because of it. We don't know what to think anymore. Somebody has to take responsibility. Oh, no, man, just Keep- be your own babe, dude. Follow your own path. Right. Eat a bunch of shit. See what makes you feel good. Different, Stick to that. Different ways to get to natural. Mm hmm. One way is to go through a couple of gurus on Natch, the Natural Living Podcast, episode 116, Peanut Butter Pancake. Mark, what did ancient Romans eat? Oh, a new novel serves up meals and intrigue, says Kristen Hartke at NPR. Marcus Gavius Apicius. Mm-hmm. Apicius. How interesting that you're taking us back to Athens right now. Apicius. <laughs> no, Rome? Take you to Rome, or, motherfucker. Well, I mean, but to Greece, to ancient I'm Greece. Taking you to the classical age. Ancient Greece. No, Rome. I'm taking you to Rome, aren't I? Yeah, you're taking us to Italy. Jesus. I'm, I'm forcing a connection. Yeah, here. you are. Some basic Chobani nuts. Some basic historical knowledge lacking in the. Uh, this guy purchased me. No, oh, this is a quote. I mean, I mean, why did the Civil War even start? Yeah, I don't know. You know? Andrew Jackson was a. He was pissed. Marcus Gavius Apicius purchased me on a day hot enough to fry sausage on the market stones. That's the opening line of this novel. Sounds like a sexy book. So begins the tale. <laughs> I think I've peaked out a ton this episode. What am I doing? I told you to back up off your mic and you I don't listen. Th- oh, sorry. You keep, I, every time I look over, you're like grabbing it with your hand and moving it closer to your mouth. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for my volume. So begins the tale of Thrasius, the fictional narrator of Feast of Sorrow, released this week. The novel is based on the real life. Did I put this in here? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, he's thought to have inspired and contributed to the world's oldest surviving cookbook, a 10-volume collection titled Apicius. Apicius? Apicius. Apicius of food for you, my friend. I used friend. to know how to speak Latin. Apicius. Uh, I'm going to go Apicius. That's bullshitus right there. No, I didn't. Went to a school that made me take it. Apicius. Apicius. Clearly, oh, it, clearly it gelled for you. Anyway, sounds like an, inter- you know, it's a novel. Great. Talks, But it takes the lens of Roman food. There's food. There's a lot of food involved. Ancient food. So we'll have a few little moments of that in this little story I'm about to bring to you. Is there some body yogurt? Uh, this guy had a voracious appetite for the finest foods. Uh, the Roman naturalist Pliny, a con- contemporary of the Gourmand, reported that a Pliny P- the Elder, Apicius, Pliny the Elder, how do you say that? Referred to flamingo tongues as being of the most exquisite flavor. Probably more of a snack than an entree. Brutal. Do you think they killed the whole bird? I should hope so. I don't know. They probably thought it was sacred and they only killed the tongue or took out the tongue. He's also credited with inventing what is considered... You wanted to say something else? No. Uh, The world's first version of foie gras made from pigs rather than geese. We think of foie gras as a French delicacy, says somebody. (laughs) It was well documented that Apicius was known for feeding his pigs with dried figs and then overdosing them with honeyed wine to produce fatty livers. Wow. Just a so he'd like give these pigs psoriasis. <laughs> Went one step beyond like force feeding them. He's like what turning the them into hell? winos. Psoriasis. Oh, cir- cirrhosis. Cirrhosis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is he doing? The Natural Living Podcast. I'm having trouble. Remember I mixed up psoriasis and eczema last time? From psoriasis. <laughs> well, they, they might, that could okay, contribute. They might these- have psoriasis and cirrhosis. Are you trying to give these pigs psoriasis? With all that uh, honey wine. All right. Um, let's see. The author found that the ancient Roman cuisine was 
cuisine was far different from modern-day Italian recipes, as lemons, tomatoes, and pasta were not yet part of the landscape. <sniffs> tomatoes. <sniffs> Instead, she found herself trying... Lectins! Trying to learn how to stomach the flavor of garum, a potent fish sauce made from fish entrails that were found in nearly every dish of the time. Fish sauce. I like fish sauce. Yeah, so do I. King and her husband, the author, now make Parthian chicken regularly. A roasted chicken flavored with sweet white wine and asphotida powder. What's that, Mark? That's a substitute for the long extinct silphium. Okay. That's some ancient exotic herb that was great. It's weird to think that there's extinct herbs. Still, she laments that she'll never know what certain ancient delicacies like peacock taste like. Well, you can, there's that place. Remember, we talked about it, Natch episode She can something. eat a special kind of salad if she's really jonesing for some of that. Because okay. that is not okay, let's, kosher. Let's bring people up to speed. This is Mark Peacock Brush, Southern man. Do not eat uh, Do you remember that article that we covered? That is a royal animal. This was probably like 80 episodes back, but it was about yeah, that... China, uh, it was in uh, Thailand or... It was in China, I think, but it was like a theme park Ugh. where they would like send these peacocks running down a hill. And then eat them. And, well, the peacocks that broke their wings or legs Ugh. and were no longer of use became entrees. Fuck them. What? Just because it's a, a like aesthetically appealing bird? We I had a conversation. It. My daughter, nine-year-old daughter, continuing to eschew meat. Good for her. Including salmon, including egg. She looks at the egg. She's like, that was a baby chicken. It could have been a baby chicken. He's like, oh! I had a conversation one on one with her in the Dude, car. Dude, you got a straight up vegan on your hands just about. I She's still a, drinking milk? Does she drink milk? Not a lot. Does she eat cheese? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's Occasionally she'll have some meat too. Just you know. But I'm I told her I'm like, "You know what? We watched the movie Hidden Figures recently. <laughs> that was a great movie. Great movie, right? Loved it. Very in, inf- informational for a young white child of this generation to understand some of that historical Yeah. um prejudice against an entire class of people. And I said, you know what? Well, against women and against a race. Exactly. Like- and so I said, what is that? 40, when was that? 50, 60, 61. So that's 60, almost 60 years ago. 50 something. Look at you with the math. I'm like, you know what? Kid, 50 years from now, that might be the curse we bear. Why were you eating animals all the time? It's so barbaric. You didn't have to. It's true. Not, I'm not trying to compare oh, and contrast, be, but that's, it's that's, an, a, that's an interesting comparison to make. <laughs> not, they're not direct. Yeah, pretty weird, pretty indirect, actually. I'm just saying, what is that? Because you look You're back grasping for a helpful the analogy. racism of the '60s and how it was part, just part of such a part of culture that people went along with it and tolerated yeah. some of it. Like, no, you're right. PETA members would I'm certainly saying? agree there with what you're saying. Go. You would find you would you would be getting a standing ovation if you said that at a PETA. If you I'm told that story, pat myself on the back right it, now. Uh, in goop health. At the vegan afternoon oh, summit. Oh, I'm getting my IV drip of B vitamins and turmeric. Yeah, man. Hoping I don't die. Hero. Hero. Thank you. Uh, okay, yeah. one more. Let's do one more story and let these people go. All right. They're, they're riveted, and they're going to continue to be riveted by this next piece. They uh, missed us last week. They sure did. And if they want that report, they episode 115, you got to pay for that one. Well, and you know this Why next article you? is about uh, it's it's imitating people's speech patterns precisely could bring trouble. So this is this is technology, uh, not quite AI, but as as you'll recall, if you are a patron and you listen to episode one fifteen, there was some discussion of AI and robotics, have and you, invasive technology. Ooh, fucking shit up. Have you broadened your 
strong core skill set beyond product management and UX to oh. include AI and invasive technology? Uh, well, those are part and parcel, Mark. Well, if you're, you're in the, if you're in the UX game, I think I'm. <laughs> I think that's what's happening here. You're, you're sitting across from a the like a natural living guru and technologist. Interesting mix. Yeah, Un, unexpected bedfellows. But I, I've got a I've got like eight big toes, and they're in so many pools. You keep those toes to yourself. All right. You, yeah, I'm, I'm through making yogurt nut jokes. That was a, there was a good there was one I could have wedged in there, but we're moving on. This is uh, from The Economist. Mm. Until recently, voice cloning, or voice banking as it was then known, was a bespoke industry which served those at risk of losing the power of speech to cancer or surgery. Now, this article didn't mention this, but... Sorghums? I was thinking more like Roger Ebert and his throat cancer, remember? Like, they had to take off half his face. Couldn't talk, couldn't talk. But you know what they did? They created a voice bank because the dude has, like, hours and hours and hours and hours of him talking on tape. So do, so do you, so do me. Well, we're getting to that. Oh. That's a problem. You'll find, you'll see in a minute that that's maybe not such a good thing. But so anyway, I remember that was one of the first high profile cases of, they, they built uh, a computer voice that was, Interesting. sounded voice like bank. his own. I like learning the terminology here. Voice bank, voice clone, mm-hmm. voice bank. Okay. So if you, before he died, Roger Ebert, uh, his show was still on the air. Mm. He had some of his some trusted colleagues that were sort of piloting it, but he had a segment at the end where it was like him typing on his computer, and you could see his his uh, jawless face and stuff. But then you'd hear his computerized computerized voice reading his. This uh, was a TV show. His web, movie review web show. I, I don't remember if it was probably on cable or something. Really? Huh. I don't know. So oh, I have a vague memory of seeing that. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Putting the pieces together. Did you know Roger Ebert wrote a cookbook? <gasps> uh, it was called. The pot and how to use it, <laughs> not or something like that. It wasn't about weed though. It was about uh, like hot pot cooking or really like cooking to, in rice cookers. I really have to pee. Okay, let me slow down. Should I pop on over to one fold and get my ass kicked while I try to use the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> just make sure you get, get no really abused. Don't dribble any pee on the floor because and then slip. That yeah, <laughs> that's slipping it. <laughs> yeah, and they will and laugh at you. I will take it to. They Instagram. will laugh at you. Learn how to piss. <laughs> You withered old hipster. <laughs> you broke your hip. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's not my fault. Creed- I didn't say it was your fault. Could you just say sorry? Fuck you. This is, this is Trump town. Go ahead. Creating a synthetic copy of a voice was a lengthy and pricey process. Sure. It meant recording many phrases, each spoken many times with different emotional emphases and in different contexts, statement, question, command, and so forth in order to cover all all possible pronunciations. Yeah, you need to have them all covered. You never know when you're going to need one. Yeah. So, uh, utter 160. Like mispronouncing long-stemmed. I made a mistake. I thought I thought the software was called utter 160. <laughs> What's it called? It's just the beginning of this sentence. It's just in all caps because it was like, the, this was actually the opening lead of the article here. What? Utter, if you utter 160... Oh, <laughs> Utter 160 or so French or English phrases into a phone app developed by Candy Voice, a oh, new Candy Parisian Voice. company. Paris. And the app's software will reassemble. <laughs> oh, the interruptions. Enough, Bitman. Uh, God damn it. How dare you speak to him that way? I, I love the guy. I'm just He threw me off. I can't find where I was. The app software will reassemble tiny slices of those sounds to enunci- enunciate in a plausible some, some, you know what? He's probably going to listen to this episode. Yeah. 
You think this is the one? <laughs> yeah, we're working on something. He might be like, well, let me see what it's about. Oh, they're making fun of me. And there you are making fun of him. <laughs> I'm making fun of him. All right. He's making fun of the sound cue. I know. Let's be real here. I'm real. Um, blah, blah. Of your own dulcet tones, whatever is typed. Blah, blah, blah. Similarly, software developed under the name Festvox by Carne- Carnegie Mellon University. They have a language and technologies institute. They also have a hell of a of a fucking design program. Okay, okay. A lot, a lot of big names in UX coming out of Carnegie Mellon. Yeah, well, would you go with Candy Voice or out of France or Festvox? I'm a Carnegie Mellon guy. You're going to go Festvox. I, I worked intimately with many of these practitioners. That's the app. Mark. You need that app for like a Coachella or something. In my role. Burning Man, you bring your Festvox. It's the managing editor. I'd bring Candy Voice. Of UX Magazine. I heard you. World's preeminent. Great, good news job. source for all things that actually used to be now. Still? Yeah, they publish like two articles a month. Used to be for a week, man. Ugh. When I had the reins, we were cranking out high quality content, just like this podcast. <sighs> um, technology. What is this? Roll with the changes. Life is about change. Oh, and there's also Baidu. A oh chi- yeah, sure, a Baidu, chi- a Chinese internet giant. They're huge. They have software that that needs only fifty sentences. Whoa. To simulate a person's voice. So this is like like all new technology. This Initially I think everyone's like Whoa. game. This on. is so exciting, but it's also Mark, it's so dangerous. Tell me why. I know people are nervous about this. Well, any voice, including that of a stranger, can be cloned if decent recordings are available on YouTube or elsewhere like SoundCloud. Mm. There's, we're we're there's, on YouTube too, you know. Yeah, I know there's plenty of tape on us. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of tape on us. Researchers at the University of Alabama, Burning, Birmingham, not Burning Man, led by Nitesh Saxena, Saxena, Saxena. How would you say that? Uh, Alabama. That's not an Alabamian name. Nitesh Saxena. Saxena. We're uh, able to use Festbox to clone voices yeah. based on only five minutes of speech retrieved online. Oof. When tested against voice biometric software like that used by many banks to block unauthorized access to accounts, more than 80% of the fake voices tricked the computer. We are here. And lest people get smug about the inferiority of machines, humans have proved only a little harder to fool than software is. Mm. Dr. Saxena and his colleagues asked volunteers if a voice sample belonged to a person whose real speech they had just listened to for about 90 seconds. The volunteers recognized clone speech as such only half of the time i.e. no better than chance, Mark. So prepare to have your identity stolen. By a machine that clones my voice. By a machine that loves this podcast. It scrapes our archives. Yeah. They could have us say anything. Absolutely anything. What would be interesting, too, is there could be two versions of Mark. We are global. Yeah. Anything global, natural, food. I mean, it's just a This is the natural podcast. There could be two versions of you. There could be pre-sorghums, Mark. I don't think there's much and of a difference. Oh, it's think. a little reedier. No, I don't think so. I think it's getting it better. It struggles. It struggles. <laughs> my advice- You though, fucking struggle. My advice is if you want to clone Mark's voice, I would go from a more recent episode. He really is coming back. Oh, He's, you're saying I, a, a learned listener could tell pre-post. That's what I'm saying, man. Mm, and I, I do crap. agree with your assessment. You have come roaring back, my friend, <laughs> from a, a life-threatening bout with a fake illness. So <laughs> it's good to have you back. It's uh, good to be here. I'm glad to be back. It's been f- I missed you last week. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you miss me or did you miss 
I missed the audience. Who are you talking to? I missed all of it. I missed you. I missed this. I missed the audience. I missed it too. Obviously, we came back. We're a little hot and heavy. We I don't know what kind of mouthiness came out over that one better wrap business. it up here. Come back for one seventeen. Yeah. Go to Patreon, catch out, catch one fifteen. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to everybody else. So natural. So natural. So natural. Oh